This is the 2TM News Podcast. Thanks to Supersteel, providing quality steel products, excellent customer service, along with cutting, bundling and prompt delivery. There's steel and then there's Supersteel. Well, we're live and here um, we couldn't get anybody really important today. So we've got Pete Huxley who plays around on 2TM. How are you, Pete? Good morning, Tim. I'm well, thank you. And we found this cool guy called Jared Brook who, I don't know, what, what do you actually do here, mate? He's a newsreader. Something He's rather. the 2TM newsreader. Yeah, news Only reader. until Monday, is that right? Yeah, that's it, exactly. Only until Monday. Been superseded so. by a better, slightly improved model. Yes, very much so. Yeah, yes. okay. But that's all right. No hard feelings. So as soon as our, our politicians couldn't commit to talking to yes. us about the year that was, we thought we'd do it by ourselves. So, guys, um, January, Mama. we had a, a mash uh, die-off of fish. Um Lots of publicity. A million fish died. Where have we got to since then? Did we learn anything from that publicity? Is it really an issue? And Murray-Darling Basin Authority, have they actually done anything since then? Yeah, well, look, it's something that apparently has happened in the past as well, and it's not been as well publicised as what it was. We Certainly we had people like Adam Marshall, uh, who's been a big... Uh, advocate of not advocate of it, but he's a he's one that's that's come out and spoken about this and how he wants to improve it. But I don't really know whether it's not just part of a natural cycle. Um, fish die, fish live, rivers run dry, rivers come back again. You know, and that's that's nature, isn't it? Yeah, well, you heard that with anna branches off rivers as well. Rivers mm. change mm. their course. I mean, that's mm. uh, go down Peel Street if you want to have a look at that. Go down the Jury Street Bridge and just have a look a little bit further on at the back of the Jockey Club. You will see an anna branch. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's mm. it. Things change. And who but, said it was a million fish? Did someone count them? Well, it, you know, it's a big lot. It was a lot. It was. A, I, 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 I agree that it was a lot, but a million lot. sounds like a <laughs> sounds like a subjective figure to me. You know, it sounds good on the news, doesn't it? Well, a that's what I was going to ask yeah. you. Does it make it a better story, Jared? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bigger the bigger the number, the better the story. A million plus said. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, a million plus. plus. Yeah. Yeah. I think a couple of people actually quoted a million plus there. Yeah, I think they actually wear green T-shirts when they do that, though. And look, we won't even go there. Um, I wonder would the people who actually fished in that river say, who you know, come came time and again without catching anything. <laughs> I wonder if they're shaking their heads and saying, "A million? Are you kidding?" <laughs> Isn't the interesting part is that we got some Indigenous elders who I have the utmost respect for to talk about that particular issue. Yeah, they've subsequently given us some feedback on the bushfires and how we could do a cool burn. Yeah, and we we don't seem to be paying. A, there's not as much publicity around that. Do, are we selective on what we listen to? Yes. I think there's a lot to learn off off the indigenous people who've been here for so many thousands of years, yep. and and the way they manage the land and the way they've lived on it for so many years. And I think it's a very underutilized resource we have. I think we guys we talked about it before. You know, I think Captain Cook when he wrote in his diary back in 1770, you were there, Jared, I believe. Yeah. Um, made comment about you know you could see off the coast of Australia. Lots of smoke during the day and fires at night. So bushfires have been around for at least 250 years. And if you talk to the Aboriginal history, it's been around a lot longer than that. It's nothing new. Hmm. No, that's exactly right. Apparently, oh, look, I heard the other night on a, on a news service that there was bushfires in 1974 that uh, were far bigger than what we have at the moment. So, hmm. um, you know, that's only, what, 40 years ago? Mm-hmm. As a year I came to Australia, so mm. yeah, I've been here 45 years, and I remember it was like, where have we gone to? Mm, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, like, exactly oh, right. Gosh so. almighty. But back in uh, February, we had the floods in Townsville. Four people lost their lives. We'd love to see some, some floods again, but not the loss of life, wouldn't yeah. we? Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're all waiting for that, aren't we? That's basically what we're all waiting for. Yeah. But the spin-off of that is lots of water in different areas at different times not utilised properly, the Bradfield scheme. Should we, shouldn't we? Are we prepared to have the adult conversation yet? Well, you know, I think it's something that has been 
basically poo-pooed for a number of years by politicians. But then again, they're operating from the point of view that the elect next election is three years and it's going to cost a hell of a lot of money, which is obviously going to take money away like from a lot of fish? hospitals and schools. Well, millions. Yeah. Just, just, <laughs> just a lot of money. But it'll take money away from their shorter-term projects, which will in turn damage their election chances if they have to let the hospital upgrade go or the school upgrade or whatever it might be go to funnel money into this Bradfield scheme, which isn't going to come to fruition for another 20, 30 years. Mm. So uh, that that affects their election chances in the mm. next cycle. So what we need is someone who's got a really long-term vision yeah. um, who, who would do this. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's the sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I agree completely. There, there hasn't been, uh, and this isn't a new thing, I don't no. think. I think previous governments for probably the last 20 years haven't had a great job at building that infrastructure long term so i don't mm. think it's anything new there i i don't to be honest with you i haven't done a lot of research into the bradfield scheme and i don't know how feasible it even is and all that kind of stuff just, but just to say it takes water from where there's lots of yes it and puts it to places where there's not a lot of yeah it. and anything it does that's actually a good idea oh i agree completely but is, can it actually be done though yeah. that's it can it's been proven you can you can just look at the technology it doesn't matter your political persuasion. Yeah. If farmers can't grow anything mm. if they haven't got water, mm. yeah, uh, and the well-being sense for a general population with a green lawn as against pebbles, yeah. is you know it's a massive spin-off. Exactly. Countrywide. Right, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. And all those people from overseas that are buying our land need water to grow their crops that they're exporting back to their own country. No, sorry. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on from there. The Banking Royal Commission, anything changed other than people now can't get money that they needed to get money for, that they shouldn't have got yeah, money for in the first place? Yeah, it's certainly tightened up all the lending policies and everything, and it's very, very difficult to yeah. get any kind of a loan at all now. So has that been a good thing? I don't know. I don't know. Certainly not lending to anybody who comes knocking on their door is a good thing. Have they gone a bit too far the other way now? And has that been one of the factors that's slowed the economy? I think the answer to that mm. has to be yes. Well, you talk mm. to the local builders, Jerry. Yeah. You'd have seen around here that there's now you don't have to wait so long to get anybody to do anything. You yeah. get a house built pretty much the next day as long as you've got finance. Yeah. It, mm. The missing link at the moment is finance. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Mm. So mm. it's slowed stuff down. Yeah. And we didn't really need that with a drought and with no, other bits and pieces. Probably wasn't the uh, the greatest no, timing. And the, and the big thing about the banking thing was the commissions being paid to yeah. uh, financial advisors and, and biased financial advice funneling people towards their own product and that sort of thing. So really wasn't to do with the loan so much as you know some of the underhanded tactics yeah, they were yeah. doing there. So um, maybe it's the banks just saying, well, Are you saying we'll, we'll, we'll show you. Backhand- I'm saying backhanders. Yeah. Gee, well, God. The interesting thing oh, in, in that is going to be the banks have rid of themselves supposedly of those that were, I mean, again, kind of like when we were talking before about governments not putting any long-term infrastructure in place. Mm. Uh, again, that's gone on for ages with the banks being a little bit dodgy with their practices. All of those CEOs are pretty much dodgy. all gone now. Uh, I think there might be one of the big four that didn't get rid of their CEO over some of the practices with the yep. Royal Bank. I think yep. it was ANZ having mm-hmm. was whether the next breed of executives in the banking sector actually clean it up, or whether it continues yeah. even though the Banking Royal Commission had their recommendations. That's going to be the seventy-six one. recommendations. So, to be honest, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, whether well. there'll be any changes in the future. Yeah, and, and that being said, the banks are inherently strong in Australia and mm. they are a pillar of the economy, no matter what we think yeah, of them. Yeah. Uh, they are certainly, you know, the big businesses, all the super funds are invested in the banks yeah. um, and, and, and they are very well run by and large. Uh, they do have these 
issues where they get fined six hundred million for uh, <laughs> allowing money money to be yeah. transferred willy nilly. But you know those sort of things can be fixed. So yeah. yeah, I think I think if you're going to invest now, invest in Westpac. Yeah, look, and it's that, that tracking of of activity in banks mm. is going to be a whole new ball game because mm. money goes from A to B to C to D. By the time it gets to Z, mm. you don't know where it's been on the way. Yeah, and, exactly right. But they're yep. still trying to mm. hold people accountable for where it started out from. Mm. Interesting. Mm. The um, I guess the one from our perspective is the Australian Federal Police raided News Corp. Um, mm. Interesting. They went. Where'd they go? They went to News Corp and got an Annika Smethurst. They went to the mm-hmm. ABC. Yep. Um, National security, special forces stories. I personally think they should be protected for as long as possible because of our national security. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What, absolutely. Is, what do we think? I mean, anything that jeopardises the freedom of speech, though, is a whole new ball game. Yeah. I'm I'm really odd with this. I always turn into like a hypocrite with this stuff because, like Julian Assange. As a prime example, the stuff that he was leaking, I think, needed to be classified. It was classified mm. for a reason. It's for people that are, have been, you know, have years in government exactly. intel yeah. that are trained with that classified information for their eyes only. Hence why they mark it on those pieces of paper. Let them look at it. It's not for randoms on the internet who like conspiracy theories and fueling that stuff to look at. So that yeah. kind of stuff needed to stay hidden, I think. I don't think there's any... Oh, for a lot of it, anyway. And I mean, that guy was leaking tons of stuff. Uh, the, the, for the general person, there's no need to see that kind of stuff. No, exactly but then right. some of the stuff that you know uh, News Corp had that got raided is stuff I think that the general public should know about. Mm, so mm. that's kind of... it's it's it depends on the merit, I guess. I think, I think I'm with you a, on that it's one. A, yeah. It's a weird grey line. I think, I think it is. <laughs> I remember there was a... Wasn't there a story a couple of years ago about a cabinet that just got basically yes. auctioned off? Yeah, the uh, filing cabinet. The filing yeah. cabinet all of a sudden was full of all these classified yes. documents. Yeah. Um, I think they ended up not publishing any of those, didn't they? Yeah, and I that think was, so. That's, that's what you're talking yeah. about there. Yeah. And then there's the... Then there's the you know protecting of your sources as yeah. well, which is a different issue. Yeah, which yeah. I think you know, you've got to be able to you know as a journalist, um, you're never going to find any stories if you if you dob your sources in, and that's basically the history of that. Yes. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that's where the line is drawn, whether yeah. it's, whether it's national security or yeah. whether you know I guess they always say in the public interest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that's an interesting mm, contradiction in terms, isn't it? Public yeah, it interest. Is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. I mean, seriously, we're having this conversation now, and the stuff that's isn't stuff that isn't and like, we can't agree what yeah. if yeah well that's exactly right this yeah. is my hypothetical because I love them what if Julian Assange or someone else published something that created World War 3 then what would the discussion we'd be having about classified information or not it would be a completely yeah. different discussion we'd be having mm. if info mm. was published and a country went you know what bang there's some bombs enjoy you know, mm, mm. Uh, we'd be having a very different discussion yeah, about right. what info exactly. should be released and what shouldn't. Well, talking about, I'll flip the coin back to something <laughs> more mundane and boring. We had a, a federal election. Uh, that was interesting. We, we, <laughs> the polls, I mean, how could they get it so wrong? Yes. Well, uh, I think well, actually we thing. predicted, mm. if I remember us doing I think the stories, so. that, that nothing would change. Yeah. I, I distinctly remember that. Mm. But everyone mm. else was like, mm, no, nah, it's going to change. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, look, the the poll, the way they do the polls has changed now. So the, so the, the well, are they still <laughs> the, the Gallup polls? Is it what what do yeah. they call them now? The Galaxy polls. They used to be the Gallup polls. I think the like Galaxy Gallup polls they, they have now. They're galloping. Gallup, they off be racing. The like, seriously, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> they call that a betting market, a Gallup poll. Well, um, but that was in November, the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, sorry, Pete. Yeah, yeah. So now go on. The the um, <laughs> so the. The way they do the polls, they've decided to change the way they do them now, so they're going to be more online-based um, and less of the ringing people, um, which they, th- the, they found that the weighting of ringing people um, was not... Was flooring well, it. Well, it was flooring yeah, right. it. You know, to me, I think people just I don't, think online's fantastic. talking to them. How many online- devices have you got? Yeah. With different IPs, right? So yeah. you can actually have your opinion three of or four course. times. Yeah, yeah. That's and you right. can have two or three different opinions. Well, that's the, that's the point. I think that's it. I think people were more unwilling to share what they were actually going to do rather than not uh, not willing to speak to them. They were just, you know, and, and there's a question mark over the internet. Is it? The internet is obviously full of uh, stuff that's not true, as we all know. That's harsh and uh, look, this is just another example of that, I reckon. People just want to play their cards close to their chest. And look, the the... the the polls were wrong in Brexit. They were wrong in the yeah. US election. Yeah. They were wrong in the Australian election. So you know what? What's the? I, I don't understand really how we you could get it that UK wrong. We have a UK election right now. To, I mean, we're recording yeah, we'll, this we'll see on what Thursday, happens. so we'll put yeah. it out there. Mm. Um, and they're saying that Boris will win. Mm. Depending. So there you go. We'll see how good that goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think Boris will still win because the other guys actually a bigger nutcase than what Boris. I hate is. him That's more the, than I hate Boris. Yeah. Oh, so it's the less hated yeah. commodity, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So. Seriously. Like so. Now we're going to have a. Uh, an election win based on who we dislike hmm. the least. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and look, uh, Jeremy Corbyn, the opposition, is is is, is uh, talking free education. He's nationalising education. He's talking uh, a lot of free things. Free train travel, I think, is another one of his. Free something else. So he's obviously offering a grab bag of yeah, uh, things goodies. to attract millennials. The problem is, <laughs> the problem is, <laughs> you know, the same person sitting there goes, mm, really good ideas. How are you going to pay for that? Yeah, yeah, exactly right, and that's why it's and that's why the Greens are always uh, able to have a free kick in the Australian elections because they're not going to get voted in, so they can basically say anything they want, mm. any populist policy they want, knowing full well that they'll never have to implement that policy, and uh, you know that that can get them some votes. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, look, it's interesting because you talk about the Greens; they're, they're not, you know, well, minor the, parties, not just not no, 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 no. I, I think yeah. it's a great place to go because even in our own current New South Wales government at the moment, when we talk about the environment, we talk about things that matter to the Greens. The Environment Minister Keane said bushfire and smoke are a result of climate change. Minister Pavey's come out. She's got water, property and housing. No bushfire, smoke... uh, Sorry, no. Bushfires and smoke are a result of a lack of rain. Aren't they both right? Well, I don't know. How how much should we reduce our emissions to stop bushfires happening? What what's the number that we need to get to so a bushfire won't happen? But I think they're both. So you know what I'm bo- saying? Yeah, here? but they're both right. <laughs> the, the, the climate is changed; has been changing for thousands and yeah. thousands and thousands of yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Um, but who cares? Let's not have a hypothetical, as it has been so far in the media, about what they're saying and who's saying what and who should say. And yeah. you know, and Min- I think Minister you're Keane's right. a member of Bushfire Brigade, but never fought a fire, never been out in his in his uh, brigade at Hornsby and done anything other than attend training courses in three mm. years. Who cares? 
Yeah, I, I think look, it's a combination of everything, isn't it? It's not. Yeah. Ma- there's a little bit of climate change. There's a little bit of mm. we didn't do the right backburning. Mm. There's a little bit of you know all all sorts of factors that have, that have led us to here. I think. I think it's you can't just say you know if we if we stop eating meat, uh, there'd be no more bushfires. Well, you, you talk know. about eating meat. More people eating plant-based products, yeah. You think oh, anecdotally, anecdotally I, I don't see it. But the, here's the, here's the flip side of that. We're in the middle of this huge crisis for farmers. Let's kick them a little bit more while they're down. We're going to stop mm. eating your beef now, mm. <laughs> or your or whatever you're yeah. breeding. Yeah. Lambs doesn't matter. We're going to go to plant based product. Mm. Well, that's a great idea. And and we're all going gluten free as well. So we're not going to eat your wheat either. Yeah. <laughs> Lactose free. <laughs> Isn't that a serious risk though? At the end of this, that we're going to have less less dairy. We're going to have less happening on the land. Yeah. What's going to happen going forward? Well, the manufacturing's already been sort of decimated in Australia as well. If we decimate the farming industry mm. as well, what are we going to do? We're just going to be a nation of people selling each other coffee. Well, is that no more Commodores going to be made? In yeah, Australia. yeah, exactly right. No more yeah. Commodores going to be made. Mm. Commodores gone. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Kingswood yeah. went. Now the Commodore's gone. Except for in the V8 supercars, they've just signed up for another two years for the Commodore at <laughs> the supercars, which makes you laugh, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, and we're not even going to be able to buy one. I mean, that was the whole point of the supercars, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's so it. Branding. Win yeah. Bathurst on Sunday. Yeah. Buy it on Monday. on Monday. Yeah, that's it. That was the whole yeah. thing. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, as long as they still make Colorados, I'm happy yeah. with that. Uh, <laughs> climbing Uluru, we can't do that anymore. 26th of October, I think, was the key date yeah. that's gone down. Decision made. We can't climb it. Why not? Well, all, by all means. I'm not by all, yeah. I mean, the, the <laughs> well, I'm with you. The, the locals up there are saying, well, it's like if we were to come down to Sydney and climb St Mary's Cathedral or something like that. Um, I, I, I just wonder about some of these claims. I mean, I, I get, I get it. I went up there in 2006. Um, and I did some work in then. a local indigenous community and we went to Uluru. <laughs> I didn't climb it because it looked and I went, Jesus, yeah. I'm not climbing that. It wasn't, <laughs> it. <laughs> it, wasn't like, it wasn't that I wasn't allowed to climb it, I just wouldn't. Um, and I don't wish I'd had had it now because, you know, I had a look at it, I had a look at it in the sunset, you know, had, yep. had a big breakfast. I actually think it's the right thing. You and can't climb it. the pyramids, can you? No, no, no that's right. No, I, I, I agree with that. But I don't 100% agree with, oh, it's always been sacred and we would never have climbed it because I actually heard Jacinta Price uh, on the television saying that she used to climb it when they were kids. A significant figure in Aboriginal yeah. politics, basically. Yeah, exactly mm. right. Yeah, so, you know, when uh, back in the 70s, we used to climb it, but we stopped doing it. I thought, well, it's not all actually that long ago, is it? So, um, yeah, look, uh, on balance, I think that's a great point you make there, Tim. Uh, you can't climb the pyramids. Why should you be able to climb mm. Uluru, you know? You can't climb the Opera House. No. You can't no. project the field for the Everest onto the Opera House either. No, you cannot. No, cannot. So, but, you know, like... You can do it onto the Harbour Bridge, though, which was curious this oh, year. I thought, oh, what's the difference between projecting on the Harbour Bridge and the Opera House? Not Peter, really Peter that Peter Volandis did a deal. Yeah. <laughs> and he's good at doing deals, Peter Volandis. You yeah. should not underestimate that. He'd be a great politician, the, chair, the uh, CEO of Racing New South Wales. Mm. It's oh, a 40-year history you know, right? between the, uh, the the bridge and the Opera House construction that made all the difference. Yeah, I think yeah. That must or, be it. Or yeah. people prefer an so. orange peel to a bridge. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> You know, so that's uh, it, you know. The other thing is about the ADF, Australian Defence Force, coming in and helping out when things are going wrong. Um, we've just sent them over to bring people back from New Zealand, which is, I believe is right. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we're repatriating people for is, medical yeah. needs. It's an mm. emergency uh, and set down that way. And But we won't let them go in and fight bushfires unless it's a state of emergency or a mm. been deemed that mm, way. Yeah, Thoughts? a bit of a contradiction in terms mm. there as mm. well. I agree with that. Well, I don't yeah. believe it's a contradiction. I believe that once it's an emergency... Bang, yeah. off you go. Yeah. Mm, mm. 
Yeah, I yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But why why are we all getting head up on social media then? Why are people going off about oh Morrison should have done this and he should have done, why send them over there when he should have done this here? Mm. Like, seriously? Mm. The army are, are really just arms and legs though, aren't they? They're not gonna fight the fire for you. They're not qualified to yeah. fight fires. They can no. provide logistical support. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I, I, there's a little bit of a difference there. We can't just send the army in and yeah. right go and fight the fires, guys. You know that's a specialist thing, no. and they don't have the training for it. So they can certainly provide extra bodies. Yeah. But yeah, you know what are they going to do in terms of fighting a fire other than you know the people that are already there? Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, I agree. There. But we did see a week long state of emergency in New South Wales, and the ADF were put on alert. Yeah. Um, no, the 11th to the 11th. Mm, so yeah. there you go. So that did happen in, in New South Wales. Going forward, we've had $480 million approved for the upgrade of Dungown Dam. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to quadruple mm. the storage capacity of there. Yep. We don't know who's going to own the water going forward. No, still hasn't been decided. I've spoken to Cole Murray and uh, Kevin Anderson and Barnaby about this, and there's really no... The state owns the water, I think, at the moment. And I, I, I well, like don't Jeff, know whether... No, put it in context. Dungown Dam at the moment is Tamworth Council. Council, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. All there. If you expand the dam and you go to 22, 23 gigalitres, um, whoever puts the money in generally mm. has dibs on some of that water. Yep, yep. So, you know, there's a thing. It does fill faster from all the, the hydrologist reports. It does fill faster than Chaffee Dam. But... Um, the pipeline's got to be a solution. If you mm. if you want mm. twenty megalitres, mm. then you release twenty one, allowing for a bit of loss along the way. Yeah, exactly. Whereas right, at the moment, yeah. if it goes into the river system, we're releasing nearly fifty. Mm. That's a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. over a hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, the water should right, theoretically yeah. last twice as long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, it should. There's no. There's no. Theoretically. That's simple mathematics, really, isn't it? If you don't get transmission loss, then you don't lose it. You know. So, uh, and you won't get any of that in a pipeline anyway. But it's a, it's a bit of a uh, well, it's a shit sandwich for the farmers that are coming. I would have said conundrum, but yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> you can well, use I, your I don't think analogy. it's a, I don't think it's a conundrum at all. <laughs> I think it's exactly what I just said it was, um, because because they just lose the water and look, there's no yeah. answer for them. Um, there's no better way to do it if you look at the the common well, good. Technically, of there is, but here's, here's another idea for you: the drift wells along Scott Road actually produce between eight and ten mm. megalitres of water per day, or can have the capacity to do that groundwater. The effluent reuse farm produces between up to about 10 megalitres a day. So on current level five restrictions, we're aiming for 16, 17 megalitres mm. a day. Between the effluent reuse farm, if we actually use recycled water, and the drift wells on Scott Road, um, we don't need any water from any dam. Just mm. putting mm. it out there. Yeah. 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 yeah, well, there's, a, there's, a, there's an interesting comment. Mm. I'm not that bright, but I can work that out based on what some of our colleagues are saying in other printed matter we mm, can see mm. and i do happen to know that the drift wells are there fire and drought what more can we done should be done it's just a fact of life yeah well i think look the politicians were a little bit slow to start i yeah. have to say they've been they've been probably sitting on their hands for a number of years but they're all over it now aren't they um it's the it's the issue du jour at the moment and um i think that there's really they've thrown a lot of money at it over the last Mate, there six were politicians in may and April last year, who was saying there's no drought. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And we won't name them because it's probably too embarrassing. But yep. there were people saying that. Mm. Yeah, well, 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 that's right. Well, I think everyone's on that page now. Um, and and look, the 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 public as well as the the politicians and everything are well across how difficult this drought is now, 
and I put, particularly I think the la, the amount of smoke that's been around in Sydney I think will give hit a home for a few people mm. just how mm. serious uh, this is. Notwithstanding, we had twenty thousand people marching against climate change there the other day just because it was a smoky day. Mm. I mean, I, I I just I just don't understand that at all. Do something, mm. you know. What, what are they gonna? What are they gonna? What are they asking people to mm. do? I mean, what what's the solution if you're going to go there with twenty thousand people holding placards? Fix the climate. Yeah. What, what should we do? That's yeah. the, you know, I'd love to see a lot of a lot more people saying that rather than how dare you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, three more things for comment, guys. Just before we, we wrap this up and find out about Christmas with you guys, um, ICAC um, we've been told to cut four point seven million dollars from their budget, uh, or and they've got nothing happening, so they're going to lose thirty jobs. Mm. Mm. 31 jobs, I think. So are we saying Some there's jobs. no more corruption? Well, uh, it's been around for 30 years. <laughs> corruption, we're saying corruption's only been around for 30 years. I'm not sure. But anyway, we'll, we'll move on from that. Yeah, yeah. But at this stage, they're going to reduce their labour force by around about 25%. Good thing, bad thing. Um, I, I don't think it's a good thing. $4.7 million. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't seem like a whole lot of money to me, $4.7 million. No. Uh, in the big scheme of I'd things, like considering some of the yeah. corruption, <laughs> considering some of the corruption uh, claims we've had yeah. over the years, including a, a man who's just about to get out of jail this week, I think uh, Eddie Obede, I think his oh, his uh, conviction on. was a lot more than four point seven million just on his own. Yeah. Um, so to, uh, I think it's a little bit short sighted, to be honest. Um, yeah, mm, mm. I think so. I mean, it's not like uh, they have an important role to fulfil. So I don't. Surely they. I'm guessing they could have surely found the money elsewhere. Yeah. Then yeah. cut it from something that I think is relatively important and has been in the. It's not like it hasn't been in the press much lately either. They've actually done some big, you know, work and had some big cases mm. and convictions and all that up there. So it's not like, hey, there's a department there that hasn't done anything for twenty years. Let's get rid of it. Yeah, so, yeah, that's uh, it's exactly a bit of an right. odd one. I think one. there's there's money to be to be cut elsewhere before yeah. you cut that. I mean, just because they're not busting anyone. I mean, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth yeah. a pound of cure, isn't it? Yeah. What a great. Suggestion. I love that. Yes, hmm. my my old 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 granny used to say that. I've yeah. heard that for years. That's a great line. Oh, thank you very much. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Item two. Um, I'll make the promo. A yeah. gram of prevention is worth a kilo of cure. You can. You can. <laughs> it doesn't quite have the you same. Can, you can do the promo for this one. Re- religious laws. Uh, the, the draft um, yep. talks about certain things that people can do. Medical practitioners, in particular. You can now refuse some sort of medical services and products mm. as long as it's at the procedure and not the person. What are your thoughts? I mean, is that going to get manipulated much? Uh, yeah. Mm. Well, it's, it's a really... Great report. Exactly, yeah. Well, it's no different to third-party claims when you have a car accident. (laughs) (laughs) But I I, I digress. Look, it's a difficult, difficult problem, this one, because there are genuinely devout uh, religious people who have their who have their beliefs, and the thing I've said about the whole Israel oh, thing the issue. all along, they're not the issue, Pete. Like, let's be straight about this. It's there are genuine people who will refuse, and I respect their right to do so. Yeah, there are other people that will manipulate this system, and there is absolutely oh, no doubt be. about that. There absolutely could be, and, and and again, I come back to the Israel Folau thing, where people can just say that's what I believe, and and that he he probably had a genuine belief in that, and the the issue I had with the whole thing all along is. Uh, we don't know whether he's wrong. 
Nobody's died and come back and said, you know what, you better better smarten yourselves up, all you drinkers and gamblers and adulterers and, and, and whatever else he said. We, we actually, at the end of the day, you know, we think the common the common thought is. Do you think Raylan ah, Castles? all a load of garbage, but uh, we do you think actually Raylan don't Castle, know, do we? So do you think Raylan Castles took thing. that into account when she said, "I oh, will just settle out of court"? I think she had to. Yeah. I think she had to because at the end of the day, it's interesting. Uh, after you die, we we actually don't know what happens after you die, mm. and you know, common sense tells you that you know, gays and gamblers and all that, if they're good people, it's it's. It's, or whether they're good people, people or people. not. They're just people, aren't yeah. they? That's exactly right. I mean, to judge someone on who they like to have sex with is a very small, you know, uh, way to judge someone you know, on the overall scheme of things. So you, you'd think that that wouldn't happen. But you know what? We don't really know 100%. So, that we, you know, there's, there's, I guess, a little bit of doubt there. So if you took that to court, mm. I don't know. If you had a good enough lawyer, you know, would he win? So, mm. and we can give you Pete as a lawyer anytime you want him, can't we, Jared? We can hire him out <laughs> as a, um, the education system. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't win too many. Yeah. <laughs> the education say. system <laughs> got a, a bit of a burn up in the last, in the recent past. Uh, that we're not doing so well as we mm. thought we were doing. Yeah, uh, mm. tracking against the rest of the world. No doubt at all. That's the iP- that's the iPad age and mm. the computer game age. Um, I know, having kids, teenage kids myself. They will sit in their room on their iPads, playing their games and talking online. And look, don't get me wrong, it's unbelievably good fun. It's much better fun than anything else, including going out the, going out the back for a game of footy, including going out the back for a game of cricket and going for a walk, riding your bike, all that. This stuff is much more engaging and much more fun than any of that, and that's why the kids do it. It's not because... They're all lazy and they're all this and that and the other. You're trying to say it's more real life than life. It is. It's it's incredibly, incredibly engaging, incredibly entertaining, and kids will sit there and do it for hours and hours on end at the expense of their studies, and and, and it's no surprise yeah. at all that we're... Pull out the modem. Yeah, yeah, pull out the modem. <laughs> they will find a way around it. One of my kids had a free laptop. Remember when Julia yeah, Gillard yeah. had a free laptop mm. to all the, mm. for all the school kids? And they had those hacked in... 10 minutes yeah you know yeah. because they had certain restrictions on yeah. about how how much web surfing you could do what websites you could go to whether you could download games on the kids had that sorted in a day and then they brought out a software patch for them they had that yeah. sorted in a day uh, you know yeah. there was no there was no you know you, you can't stop this you can't stop this. the question is we are the this is the first generation that have had mm. this i think the next generation will will handle it a lot better yeah. and will know what we're doing because really no one knows what they're doing with this at the moment, do they? So the invention of creativity is based around rules. If there were no rules, there'd be no reason to be creative. Yeah, well, exactly. Right. Well, well, you know, Just you know what, you know there. what begets creativity? Boredom. And Pretty there's much. no so when you when you're bored, you've got to make something up to do. And and a lot of these people, like the kids, there's no boredom time mm. now. And I wonder just, you know, what the next generation of creative people are going to be because so many of these potentially, yeah. you know, great novelists or great, great, you know, artists, or, or they're all got their nose stuck in an iPad. SMS and we'll novels, never get that great, opportunity. <laughs> you need to have boredom. So, you know, if you can, if you can stop your kids for three or four hours and after, of an evening from having any access to this sort of thing, you'll find they will do that. But the other the other side to that coin is it's really easy to look after them if they're just doing that and you've got your housework to do and cooking the feed and mowing the lawn and all that sort of stuff. 
the kids aren't a problem. So, that, so, that, so, so it's really easy for a parent as well. PWCT, parents watching can't talk. Yeah, 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 right. That's exactly right. So, look, I, I don't know what the answer is, but it's, I'll tell you what, it's it's interesting. All See right, what happens. The, the variation of the Fast Five for Christmas. Oh, yes, okay. So the variation is um, favourite part of the Christmas lunch, Jared. Favourite part of you the know, Christmas you've got the three, lunch. You've generally got the, the three traditional things there. You've yes. got the, the ham, the turkey, and yeah. the pork. Which yeah. one? You have turkey. Yeah, I just said you were a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> the pork with yeah. the crackling is me for it's sure. See, and that's got yeah. me. I reckon I yeah. could have nailed that for you. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> got to have it. More pork on your fork. Absolutely. <laughs> Best bit more, ever. bit more skin. Best ever gift that you've got, Pete? Best ever gift I got. I got a clock radio when I was twelve, and it was my big. My, it was the. It, it might have been eleven. It was a Dick Smith, yeah. realistic brand, and it was just it was AM FM, and realistic. it was just the best, thing, the, days. the best thing I ever. Yeah, got. yeah. Jared, uh, I got a drum kit when I was twelve your, from my someone granddad. who didn't like your parents. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why my grandma, I think, reluctantly gave that to me for Christmas uh, when I was. Uh, yeah, I think I was twelve. That's the so thing I've I'd loved about being a grandparent is giving all those noisy toys to the grandkids. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. It. And the other thing, the other thing, you do, there's two other things you can get someone that you uh, you want to sledge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> get the kid a kite, <laughs> so they have to go out and fly the kite with yes. the kid, or. Uh, something with a lot of pieces, so like a yes. a, a, le- a big box a of Lego or something. Like that. So, yeah, yeah, so something something that can get all over the house. And I've, got to, <laughs> I've got to go. So they're the, they're the good sledge presents. That's I, it. I like yeah. that. Yeah. The, the gifts, Pete, at your house is it Christmas Eve or is it Christmas morning? A Christmas morning for sure. Yeah, we used to have a rule where you can open one. Yes, I think yeah, I was Christmas about to say, Eve. yeah, 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 yeah we had that. Usually yeah. the biggest one, yeah? Yeah, 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 well, wisely. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, I'm the same. It's Christmas yeah. morning, but Christmas Eve, we're allowed to open one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hardest person to buy gifts for in, in your family, Jared? Uh, There's only ooh. one answer to this that's right, you know that, don't you? Yeah, my partner. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Pete? Um, my daughter. I never know what to get my daughter because she's she's the early teens. She's she's cool, you know. There's nothing I can. She just grunts when I talk yeah. to her. Yeah. Yep, no. What do you want? It's for okay. Christmas. Uh, 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 whatever. So and look, I can't buy anything that's cool for her. Yeah, that's right. Last one of the five is the uh, the secret Santa is happening globally. Who would you want to have as a secret Santa recipient for you, and what would you buy them? Gee, that's a quick one for a fast five. So who do I want to be my secret Santa recipient? Wow. Mm, oh, makes it hard for me. Makes it hard. It's I'm a thinking, fast five for a reason. Yeah, uh, uh, Steve Smith. And? And? Um, and I'd get him a, um, a a little thing for the back of his helmet. little tag for the back of his helmet. Because so, oh. he still refuses to wear one. And I think oh. he's being fairly, fairly silly. Mm. Jared? <laughs> I don't really have one. Uh. It's not optional. You've got to have one. So come on. <laughs> um... Jeez, you put me on the spot. It's a tough one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's tough. I can't pick pick a person and then pick something that would go with that item. Um, uh, no, I got nothing. How about you, Tim? For me, think a bit longer. Any politician. And give yeah. them a book on bipartisanship <laughs> and meeting the needs of the global wow. community. That is a that is a great one. Can I just ask you, Tim? Yes, mate. Four guests at your Christmas dinner. Four guests for Christmas dinner. Mm. It'd be the same as the other the other event I would have. I'd still have the same people. Winston Churchill, be just mm-hmm. because I have 
he had a lot of mm-hmm. one-liners that I actually yep. use and love. And he'll bring grog. <laughs> yeah, and and, and <laughs> yeah. the cigars. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and we could talk about animals, the black dogs in particular. <laughs> um, Nelson Mandela, for the reasons we've yep. talked about mm-hmm. before. And, and, and I suppose we could change it for Christmas. We'd bring in, bring in somebody to do the musical side of what we were doing. And, and probably because it's Christmas, Mariah Carey. Okay. Yeah. Because mm. all I want for Christmas is well, know. that was that was uh, <laughs> you know that was voted the most hated Christmas song in a survey, a recent survey yeah, in England. Everybody listens to it. Yeah, that's true. I was mm. going to say no Wham's version off. of Next Christmas, but you know, at my age, you just don't get too far ahead of yourself. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and that wraps us up for a year. Thanks, right, guys. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks Cheers. a lot, Tim.